Who cares? This is the Carson's Court Show. Google Podcast, our podcast, our radio, tuning radio, the podcast app, you can Spotify, and go overcast. Welcome to the Carson's Court Show. As always, we're live on the Spoon app. It's the Carson's Court Show on a beautiful Friday, a little chilly, a little cloudy, but it's the Carson's Court Show. It is a beautiful Friday in Virginia Beach. Welcome to the Carson's Court Show, where the scales always tip in favor of sports. Here we go. As I mentioned, we are live on the Spoon app. Um, so, you know, I had to rearrange my show today. Who doesn't love a breaking news show? So, about five, six minutes before I did the show, or before I came on here, uh, it, there's rep- uh, Adam Schefter's reports that the uh, Sean McVay is returning to the Rams. Again, I'll repeat that. Uh, Sean McVay reporting that the, uh, I mean, uh, Adam Schefter, excuse me, reporting that Sean McVay is returning to the Rams. There's been, there was reports of uh, potentially he was burnt out, but reports are Sean McVay uh, is re- is coming back to the Rams. And this is my takeaway on it. Was there ever, I mean, sure, there was question, right? And we had questions. But, I mean, the reports were, was is he wanted to take a, sit, a seat back after a, a horrible Rams season. And my takeaway is this is, you know, it is, you know, if the, if, if the Rams I don't believe they're that far from being really good. I think the quarterback gets injured quite often. I think the Stafford's very injury prone, but I don't feel like the Rams are a mile away from. I think they're a lot closer than a lot of teams. Think about it. They have receivers. They just got to trust them. I I don't. I think they trust Cooper Cup. I don't think they trust Allen Robinson. They have receivers. The offensive line was the biggest problem. That's easy to fix. L.A. big market town. You know. The Lakers, they don't, the Lakers don't get uh, a lot of draft picks. They don't like draft picks because they know people love Los Angeles. People love LA. The weather's beautiful. So they can build through the draft. I mean, excuse me, build through free agency. The Rams could do that too. There's lots of free agents on the market. And finally, the defense is great. I mean, you have Ramsey, great defensive player, great cornerback, a shutdown cornerback. Aaron Donald, you know, even though he's slightly maybe past his prime, I wouldn't want to go up against Aaron Donald. And and there's, they have a few other players on that defense that are really, really good. It's just you got to keep the quarterback healthy, and a reflection of that is the offensive line. People love L.A. Build through the free agency. You know, if the Packers would offer someone a deal and the Rams were, where do you think they're going to go? Packers, snow, cold weather, Rams, beautiful, sunny, L.A. I'm just saying. So I think the Ram, I think Sean McVay came back because the Rams are not that bad. You know, I, I don't think they're that bad. Everyone's going to say, well, they're 4-13. You know who else is 4-13? and The Arizona Cardinals. Do we think they're that bad? They got receivers. They got uh, Murray, who... 
somewhat drama level, but he's a good quarterback, maybe not as focused as we like him to be. Good running back, James Conner. They're not that bad. They just got to figure a few things out. Houston's bad. Chicago's bad. But I don't feel like the Rams or the Cardinals are that bad. Figure it out. Sean McVay coming back, that was the first problem. It's sometimes it's a bidding war, and it will be this it will be this week of the year, off season, to get a good coach. There's two really good ones on the market, Jim Harbaugh and potentially Sean Payton. One's probably gonna go to Denver. Denver has a ton of money. They're gonna whip around. The other, you're gonna outbid Arizona. I'm just saying. I don't feel like Houston's that big of a market. I think this was an important piece to get the Rams on the right track, and I think they are. Rams, big market. Los Angeles, big market. Got to get the offensive line right. That's the biggest problem. And maybe if you get the offensive line right, the quarterback will fall into place. I don't think Stafford's that bad. I think he's a really good quarterback, but he is very injury-prone. So he can't, injury-prone quarterbacks, they don't, you can't put them up against a really bad OL. The Rams have a really bad OL. And you might say, well, they won a Super Bowl two years ago. There was a player named Andrew Whitworth, offensive lineman for the Los Angeles Rams, retired. That was what was the hit. I don't think the Rams are that bad. I think they're a really good team. But when you, when you, when you have two receivers, your two best receivers on the are out, and you have your quarterback is injured with an elbow injury. There's problems. I think the Rams. I think they're a really good team. I think they're. Real, I think they are. I think you'll see them next year in the potentially in the playoffs. But you know when you can't be successful when you have that many injuries. And usually the Rams don't. The Rams are a very non-injury prone team. But this year, two wide receivers and a quarterback out. Their running back has fumbling issues. Their defense is good, and their OL is a mess. That's the problem. I think Sean McVay came to that. And and why not coach the Rams? Big market. You know? Wouldn't surprise me if the Rams are back to doing what they're doing. It's a weak division, too. Arizona's trying to find a new coach, and I think Seattle got lucky. It's a very weak division. Why not coach it? So, very interesting stuff. Again, Adam Schefter, about seven minutes ago, reports that Sean McVay is returning to the Los Angeles Rams. Very interesting stuff. All right, well, let me go into this. Uh, this is what I had to change around slightly, but it's okay. Um, so with the draft coming up, Chicago has the number one pick, right? Baltimore, the Ravens don't seem to want to pay Lamar Jackson, at least not what Lamar Jackson wants. I believe it was... It was in a, I think it was a few million, 300, I mean, a few hundred million, 300 some million dollars. Ravens don't want to pay. But this is the problem. The Ravens have a very, very, very limited offense. It can only run under a running quarterback. So my takeaway is, okay, Chicago obviously isn't in love with Justin Fields. Trade Justin Fields for Lamar Jackson. Is it that big of a mess? If, if, if Baltimore loses Lamar Jackson, the whole offense is a mess. Trade Lamar Jackson for Justin Fields, a complete quarterback swap. Chicago is the first overall pick. Draft a quarterback. You know, I'm not in love with Bryce Young. I don't like, I don't think he's going to be that great. But, you know, I don't love Bryce Young. I like C.J. Stroud better, but 
you know, draft one. And if Chicago and maybe Chicago won't, and it's okay if they don't, because I will say this: Chicago is in a very unique situation if they make that trade because they can keep Lamar Jackson at QB. He is injury prone. That's why I said if they wanted to draft a quarterback, but they got a lot of other problems. I mean, you get to keep the number one pick, draft a quarterback or or another player, defense especially. And 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 I think that that's what happens. Really good trade, I think. Baltimore gets out of a massive contract. Chicago, if they would get Justin Field, I mean, if they would get Lamar Jackson, that's very appeasing to other players. You want to play with Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields? So I think Baltimore keeps their run because Justin Fields can run. So Baltimore keeps that run game, a quarterback that can run and scramble. Chicago gets a superstar if he can stay healthy, and they still get a number one overall pick that they can draft a couple players. I think this is a great plus. I don't think, you know, I've defended Chicago a little more than most people. I think Chicago is on the way. I think they got really good receivers, but the, the defense is a complete disaster. So draft, you know, I, I've, I've said this before, Carter of, the, of Georgia's defensive line, excellent player. That's one you can draft. So, I mean, if you ask me, I think Chicago is, is really good, uh, uh, would be in a good position, I guess I should say, if they make this trade. Lamar Jackson for Justin Fields. Baltimore gets to keep the running quarterback they have, but they, but they get to escape a massive contract. And Chicago gets a somewhat superstar player that's very, very, very big market that people would want to play at. I've said Chicago is interesting. They're a very interesting city. Because, and so is Houston, and Philadelphia is big market, right? Eagles are good. 76ers are usually good. Uh, Phillies went to the World Series this year. They're, they're usually good teams, or somewhat. New York, big market. Yankees, you know, big market. Sellout stadiums. And Los Angeles, big market. You know, Rams, Lakers, sellout stadiums, big market. But I don't feel like Chicago just isn't that. The Bulls haven't been the same since Michael Jordan. Bears can't even get on the same page. White Sox, Cubs, both in. Cubs just solved their 50-year World Series drought about seven years ago. White Sox can't get there. So Chicago, for its size, is, is a small market. Put in a superstar. Make a trade. Get Lamar Jackson. Huge market. Players would want to play with Lamar Jackson. They don't want to play with Justin Fields. Baltimore trades Lamar Jackson to Chicago for Justin Fields. Baltimore gets out of a massive contract. Gets to keep a lot of salaries still on the table. Justin Fields gets in a much better franchise. Lamar Jackson goes to... And it's a mobile quarterback with Baltimore's offense requires. Chicago gets... Lamar Jackson, big market town. Players love that. They'll go to Chicago. I think that's what you do. And and as far as the quarterback situation goes, Houston's definitely going to select one. Go C.J. Stroud. I mean, just look at the numbers of – they're not that great. Look at the numbers of uh, Bryce Young. All right. Well, let me go into this. Creative music entertainment lessons and classes. They do music. They do voice, piano, guitar, ukulele, violin, and songwriting. They do arts. They do drawing and painting acting and public speaking. They do languages, Japanese, Korean, Italian, French, and seven more. 
services. They do life coaching, DJing services, and more. Uh, upgrade, interest for life. They do voice, piano, guitar, ukulele, brass, violin. Nine different languages are available, as well as drawing, acting, and public speaking. They do health and nutrition for all ages, individuals, and groups, in person, online, or in your home. They have extremely affordable prices. You, can, you can't you can beat that. Extremely affordable prices plus discounts are available. Uh, for more information, please visit or call. You can call 757-236-2609, or you can visit them at www creativemusicva.net. That phone number was 757-236-2609 or visit them at www.creativemusicva.net. Check Creative Music out today. All right. Um, breaking news, as I mentioned earlier, Adam Schefter reports Sean McVay will return to the Los Angeles Rams. And, uh, you know, I, I don't really talk a lot of baseball on the show. But uh, I will say this, there's breaking news out that the Pittsburgh Pirates have signed McCutcheon, uh, used to be a Pirate outfielder. Uh, so that's very interesting. And uh, that's it for the breaking news today. Coming up on the College Coach, there are lots of games to break down. Lots of games. Big weekend in the NFL. I think I'll take the Giant. And if you missed the show yesterday, I'm taking... Tomorrow afternoon, San Francisco. I think they steamroll Seattle, taking the Jaguars or the Chargers over Jacksonville by a field goal. Taking uh, the uh, and this is gonna. I think this is a really interesting game. I'm taking the Giants over the Vikings. Giants over the Vikings. Taking the Dolphins. And I'm, t- I mean, excuse me, not the Dolphins, the Bills. Taking the Bills, and I'm taking the Bengals and Cowboys. Uh, so there you go. Cowboys, Giants, Bengals, Bills, Chargers, 49ers. Second round teams. Very interesting. Good games. Breaking that down next. Top five best teams in college football. Top, five, I mean, college basketball. Top five best teams in NBA. It's the College of Court Show. On a Friday. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Cards Coach, our final podcast uh, of the day. So to come, my top five best college basketball, top five, oh, uh, top five best NBA teams. Both of those lists coming up here on a Friday. Um, but, you know, let me say this. Uh, some really good games. So I think what you're going to get, let's break each down. Now that I gave you my opinions, let's break them down. Starting with tomorrow's afternoon game, San Francisco, Seattle. I think I, I don't even know what to say in this game. I think San Francisco completely outplays our coaches. Look, Pete Carroll is a great coach, deserves coach of the year. I had Mike on the show Wednesday. That's what he said. I mean, think about it. Pete, oh, that's what I said to him. Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, Doug Peterson. There's my three coaches for coach of the year. Amazing story for Seattle to get to the playoffs. But San Francisco is so athletic and so explosive. I don't think San Francisco, I don't think Seattle's going to be able to stop them. Seattle's defense have not looked good this year. San Francisco's is probably the best defense in the NFL. So ton on San Francisco's side here. I don't even think it's close. Jacksonville Chargers. This is more of a a balanced game. This is more of an even game. Uh, I think it's very close. I think it's low scoring. 
Uh, I think the Chargers defense gets it done. And I think the Chargers win on a game-winning field goal, 17-14. Uh, let's start with the first game to, on Sunday. Dolphins-Bills. This is what you're going to get, all right, unfortunately for the Dolphins. Is this is what you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of pressure from the Bills. They're very good at making quarterbacks feel uncomfortable. They're going to make Skyler, the third string for the Dolphins, uncomfortable. I don't think that the Dolphins are going to be able to out. And and it's the Dolphins are very explosive. And, and, I, and the Bills are awful in one-possession games. That's my concern. That's my only concern with the Bills. I think the Bills are 1-8 in a one and eight of I think Josh Allen is one and eight in the last few seasons on one possession games. The Bills are terrible at it. I don't think that's a concern this week. I think it's much more of a concern against Cincinnati next week, and that'll be one that I have to take in consideration when I pick them next week, next third this coming Thursday. But I mean, I think the Bills give a lot of pressure. And I think I think they make Skyler get it out really quickly. And I don't think that happens. I think there's going to be a lot of sacks. I like Buffalo out playing, out coached in Miami, and, and and that's what you're going to get. Moving on to the Giants and Vikings game. I think I think I'm going to take the Giants in this game. I think it's really really interesting and really really close. I don't think I, this actually might. I said Jacksonville and the Chargers were going to be a very balanced game. I think this will be very balanced, but. The problem with picking the Vikings is a, I I just don't I don't I'm not buying them in the playoffs. I think the Giants win on a game-winning field goal. Kirk Cousins doesn't do well prime time. This is a prime time game, and I just I think I think the Giants arrested their starters. Minnesota didn't. I think the Giants run down Minnesota's throats, and I I really think that. The Giants win this game pretty easy. I like the Giants. And I think they win it 17-14. Bengals and Ravens. I think I'm going to take the Bengals. And and the Bengals, this is a very interesting game because I, the Bengals are, are, well, first of all, Baltimore doesn't have Lamar Jackson. That, that really hurts Baltimore. But the Ravens don't have Lamar Jackson. Cincinnati is really explosive. They can beat you in very many ways. But at the end of the day, I, I really think that Cincinnati wins this game by about two touchdowns. Very similar to last week, Sunday's game, Baltimore-Cincinnati. Cincinnati pushed the ball very quickly down the field. Baltimore couldn't stop them. Baltimore really can't put a lot of points on the board without Lamar Jackson. Uh, although Huntley can run, but it's just not the same. Uh, as Lamar Jackson, Cincinnati wins this game. Finally, finally for the Monday night football game, Tampa Bay, Dallas. I like Dallas by a field goal. Although I would say this, I've said it yesterday that the Chargers. I although I like to win, I think the Chargers win. But the Chargers, Vikings, and Cowboys are the three on upset alert. I think out of those three, only. One loses, and I think it's the Vikings. I, I think the Chargers win on a game-winning field goal, and I think Dallas wins by a touchdown, but they're very close. The one that I would keep my eye on to be an upset would be Minnesota. I don't like the Vikings at all in this game. But as far as Dallas goes, I think Brady Brady does Brady. and But but 
Brady is used to doing Brady when the when there's a really good running game and really good receivers. New England, he had that. He doesn't have that this year in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay can almost never stop uh, really good offenses. Dallas, I, th- I think what you got against Washington isn't the real Cowboys. I think the Cowboys win this game by a touchdown. It's the Carson's Court Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What about the God's Court Show? Final podcast of the day. Beautiful day, Friday here in Virginia Beach. A top five college football, a uh, college basketball, excuse me, teams to uh, that I would uh, keep my eye on. Of course, March Madness still quite a ways away. But here we go. My top five teams in college basketball. We'll do that first. Top five teams in college basketball. Let's start with number five. This team is really, really, really good. Um, I am going to say, and I really like them a lot, Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut, I, I do like uh, a lot, and I would keep my eye on them. But but the shooting and stuff of, of Connecticut, is, they're really good. Uh, the I would keep my eye on number five, Connecticut. Number four, Purdue. And I like Purdue a lot. But I'm putting them at number four. Purdue uh, is is very interesting to me uh, because uh, you know I mean this is a you know and this is very it's college football you get a lot of this sometimes Clemson it's a, it's a lot of the same teams over and over again Clemson Alabama uh, um, Michigan um, you know Georgia. Uh, and it's it's a lot. Penn State and Ohio State, a lot of the same. Tennessee now is really good. A lot of the same teams. College football, uh, college basketball is not really like that. It's a lot of uh, same stuff here. Uh, I mean, UCLA, Duke, UNC, Gonzaga, they're always really good. Kansas. But Purdue, I find very interesting. Number four, Purdue. Number three, Alabama. Uh, you know, the thing with Bama uh, is, is, and this is why... I, I I I think Bama is really good. I'm kind of waiting for them to fall slightly. But the good news for Bama is you beat UNC. I think you beat Michigan. Uh, you've had a couple really, really close games with a lot of really, really good schools. So, I mean, that's what you need in, in, in March Madness. I like Bama at three. Number two, Kansas. Uh, you know, they did bring back a lot of the same people as they did when they won the national championship. But they are very, very limited, I think. Uh, and and I think I think Kansas gets a number one seed, though. I, I, I would not want to go up against Kansas in the first few rounds. But if you're like, you know, later down here, I mean, they're not, obviously they're not in my top teams. But like Duke, uh, Auburn, Wisconsin, uh, you know, Arkansas, Virginia, with a lot of really, really good talent, I think you can upset Kansas. Number two, Kansas. Number one, Houston. This is the best Houston team in years. Uh, they are really, really good, I think. I think Houston wins the national championship. I think it's between Houston and UNC. I still think UNC is really good. Uh, but, I mean, they got to get going. I don't think they have the same shooting they had with Brady Manick. But, I mean, I think it's I think it's really good. I think Houston goes to the national championship. And speaking of that, I would do my you know, March Madness picks. I always do them in March, so stay tuned for that. But I, I like Houston over. I, I think Houston finds a way to win this game. I mean, I think Houston, really good team. I think Houston goes to the National Championship, number one Houston. So there you go. Five, Connecticut. 
four Alabama, I'm sorry, five Connecticut, four Purdue, three Alabama, two Kansas, one Houston. My top five best college football teams. All right, let's do NBA. Uh, I haven't done it in a little while. Took some time off, as I mentioned earlier. But, uh, and, 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 you know, I just, a lot of this is, is, is might be a surprise to people. Um, but here we go. Let's do it. My top five NBA teams. Number five, the Memphis Grizzlies. I think there's a really good team. If you're sleeping on Memphis, I wouldn't. I think the Grizz, they can shoot. They can play defense. They're young. Memphis is really good. Number five, the Memphis Grizzlies. Number four, Cleveland. I was kind of wrong about Cleveland. Uh, I, I've said I've, I said I thought they were, you know, I, I didn't feel like they had the right pieces. I was wrong about Cleveland. Number four, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Number three, uh, the Brooklyn Nets. And And the thing with the Nets is, you know, I can't really buy. I think the Nets are good, but again, build around KD. Don't like it. Number three, the Nets. Number two, the Nuggets. This is a really good team. Uh, you know, you got to put the uh, the the Nuggets at two. Uh, they, I mean, you, you're talking about MVP level with Nook. I mean, with uh, Jokic and Murray can just is is having them a year, and uh, they can play really good defense. Number two, the Nuggets. Number one, the Celtics. I don't even think it's close. You know, I gave my um, NBA championships uh, a few of uh, what I who I thought would be in the championship. I gave that a, when the season began, and it was Boston and it was the Warriors. It was a repeat of last year, and I feel very confident it will still be um, really good. I mean, this is a really good league. I mean, but the Celtics are just above. Celtics are in their own category. Very interesting stuff. So there you go. Six would be Milwaukee, in case anyone's wondering. You know, Bucks six. I didn't put them in simply because I think they have a lot of talent, but they can't, they're not winning. I mean, they're 27 15. Okay. But I, I did put Cleveland in there. I think Milwaukee has a better postseason in Cleveland, but this isn't about postseasons. This isn't about standings. What I see, these are the top five teams. Five, uh, you know, and I gave them to you five Grizzlies. Four Cavaliers, three Nets, uh, uh, two Nuggets, and one Boston. So very interesting stuff. Yeah, Milwaukee six. Uh, thank you for listening to the College Culture today. Enjoy those games this weekend. A lot to get to Monday. Of course, we'll be breaking every one of those. Oh, one of the every one. Um, but I mean, you know, it's 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 always a a great time. Uh. Uh, watching the uh, uh, watching this, so I, I always find that kind of interesting. Uh, wild card weekend. Have a great weekend, everyone. Uh, of course, be safe and enjoy those games. It's the Carson Squad Show. Have a great weekend, everyone. Talk Monday. It's Carson Squad Show.